Anastasia Glaskova from Keller Williams to the show today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, first podcast? Yes, actually. I've been thinking about doing one of these for a while, mm-hmm. and here I am. Well, let's get you started then. <laughs> Perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> so, obviously, the purpose of, of The Secret Life of CEOs is to dive deep with local business owners about their business, right? Like why you decided to do this, what actually caused you to get into whatever industry that you're in, and you know, the rest of your life started from there, right? In in it in yep. a short form. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna sit here for three hours. No, 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 no. I've known you long enough that could absolutely happen, but not today. Uh, we'll have to do a three parter if we need to do that. That's fine. <laughs> so we'll start with um so obviously you're working for you know for Kelly Wellens and you have since I've known you. Yep. Um, which is like what five, five or six years now? Um, it's going to be seven this October that you've worked with Keller, and yeah. I've known you probably for like four yep. or five. Yep. So, talk to us about like, well, why why did you get into this industry? Like, why did you decide to work for yourself? Like, what happened? Um, why did I decide to work for myself? I think I've always been an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I think back to my childhood, I used to tell my parents that <laughs> I was going to go and sell my toys because I wanted cucumbers. <laughs> so <laughs> as a three-year-old, I told them I'm going to gather all my toys and go to the market and sell my toys so I could get the cucumbers that I wanted. Um, so I think that's kind of a natural progression for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my background <laughs> is... Cucumbers to houses. Cucumbers. <laughs> cucumbers. That, I'm but... not going to tell you what the second thing was because most people look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> but, you know, those were my two obsessions when I was a kid. And I used to love garlic, too. So it's just, I, I was a weird kid, okay. So, you know, being from a restaurant industry background mm-hmm. and working on different levels in that industry, you know, from starting off as a, as a server, then progressing to bartender, manager, opening locations, I've always known that I like to work for myself and I think anywhere that I worked, I kind of worked up to the point where I was dictating my schedule. Mm-hmm. So obviously it was kind of just a smooth transition into working for myself. Um, why did I choose this industry? Um, I don't know. I kind of stumbled, stumbled upon it. Um, I used to watch you know, a lot of shows about houses and stuff like that, and it looked glamorous, which is right. nothing like it. <laughs> Absolutely nothing like it. And um, with my you know, strong communication skills and strong customer service skills, I figured... Why don't I give it a try? And here I am almost seven years later. So so obviously it's working out if, you're still, yeah. if you're still in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, I'm definitely always looking to grow and get into other industries and other opportunities. Um, and I think real estate is such a great industry where you get to meet people that can give you that next step or can show you the path that you would like to take. And especially with Keller Williams, we have so many different opportunities within the company itself mm-hmm. that it's not just you know being a realtor. You can go into uh, management, you can go into leadership, and we have a lot of education on things like that, and it's, it's helped me grow as a person, definitely. That's awesome. I don't, I don't think you hear that much on the back end of the real estate I don't think so. Industry. And, you know, I think that what people don't really know about real estate is that it's not just me going to open a door for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's a lot more things that are involved. And if you like to stay on top in the industry, you really do need to take education. And we take, I take a lot of classes, you know, I, probably every month or every so often I take a course or I take, you know, a bigger <clears throat> either a seminar or something else like or a bigger course like we have bold which is uh, business objective life by design which is a eight-week course you know and 
it's not just sales, it's growth and it's personal development. And that's pretty much why I stayed with Keller Williams, I think. Because as, as an entrepreneur, you always are looking to grow yourself and to see that you don't want to be the same person that you were yesterday. Right. That's kind of makes you pretty much stagnant. So as a business owner, I think it's important to just keep growing. And Keller Williams definitely allows me for that. That's great. So seven years in, <clears throat> what would it look like 10 years, like 10 more years? 10 more years. Oh like, God. do you think, <laughs> so with all these opportunities, right? Like with all these le- legit open doors, right? Yeah. Other, other people in your company can offer well, the company that you partnered with to, to run your own business, right? Um, and if you were to look ahead on mm-hmm. what that potentially could look like for you, you're like, oh, I'm growing. I want to keep moving forward. Well, what, is that, what does that look like? You know, I keep asking myself that question over and over again. And ever since I became a mom, <laughs> my life completely changed and my priorities shifted. So what 10 years used to look like for me, is not what 10 years looks like for me now and I'm still on a journey of figuring that out to be honest with Mm -hmm. you because I think every time I ask myself that question I don't really exactly have a clear vision just yet um used to be that I was going to have a big team you know I would probably partner with other agents in different parts of the country open up satellite offices something like that would I want to do that now I'm not sure so I'm kind of in a process of just figuring out where it is that I want to go next. So right now I have what I have. It's great. Um, I'm looking into a couple of different things. Because everything going so much into tech um, and everything is being online and, you know, apps and all that kind of stuff, and the industry is changing dramatically. You yeah. know? I don't think we will ever not have a need for a real estate agent. I just do think that things are going to look very different. Um, and right now, if you listen to a lot of um, news about things, you know, every it, there's a very confusing message. What we do know, it's, it's all about data and it's all about, you know, cloud and all that stuff. So I think my next step would probably be something in along those lines and learning more about that so that Within the real estate? Right. If and when, if I do stay in the real estate industry, you know, I have a leg up and, like, learn new things and new things and new things that I can bring to my clients. If not, then um, going into something in tech a little bit more and just learning more about that. Um, I stumbled upon something the other day, and I'm kind of interested, and it's um, UX design. Mm -hmm. And because the skills that I've learned in, in real estate, you know, marketing and doing flyers and open houses and the experiences that we give to people, if I can take that skill and transfer it into, you know, more of a tech industry and still have real estate on the side, I think maybe that's where 10 years down the road is going to hmm. be. Interesting. And doing, <laughs> I'm assuming doing it for yourself yes. to a degree, right? To a degree. I think I will always mm-hmm. stay an entrepreneur just because I'm just not a person to work for somebody for a long time. <laughs> not that, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it's there's just, not. It's, I, I always tend to outgrow thing, things or, yeah. or places that I work. Yeah, outpace everything very yeah. fast. And then I just become bored and I become stagnant. So, the you know, a way to eliminate that is just to work for myself and to push myself to new heights and do new things. Right. So... With that in mind, you know, what if, if somebody in, let's say, 17 years, you've been in the real estate business to some degree, 
and somebody asks you, you know, Anastasia, I want to get into, you know, real estate, finance, whatever it is, what advice would you give them? Well, the advice that I would give them is to really figure out what is it that they want out of life. You know, um, I think the industry doesn't really matter. I think asking yourself the question, where do you want to be in 10 years? You know, how do you see your life? Um, what's important to you? What values do you have? And then kind of backtracking from that because knowing where you want to go is pretty much the roadmap of how you can get there, but without knowing that you're not going to be able to really get there. So whatever industry you're thinking of going into, my first advice would be to sit down, figure out how do you want your life to look like in three, five, ten years down mm -hmm. the road. What do you see, you know, where do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself working for somebody else? Do you see yourself working for yourself? You know, and figuring that out and then deciding wherever you want to go. Because the sky is the limit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Now, what would you say, with, you know, with that advice? So these are things that you've learned, obviously, during, you know, your journey. What else have you felt has been imperative in your transition? So we talk about, I like to ask people their feelings about being in this area, right? Like, I am solely responsible for my future <laughs> at this point, right? Like, how does it feel now versus, you know, when you started seven years ago? And how would you apply that into, like, an, advi like an advice piece that you would give someone? That's a good question. Um, I think being responsible for your future gives you a lot more control. Because what I've, you know, I've, I have friends who work for corporations. Mm -hmm. I have friends who work for small mm -hmm. businesses. Um, and I have friends who work for themselves. The one difference that I see is when you work for yourself, you get to control what you do. You yeah. get to control what outcomes you have. The one thing you are in control of is what happens based on your actions. In a corporate environment, that doesn't exist. You know, today you could have a job. Tomorrow, the company is acquired, and you lost your job. Right. So, in my opinion, and that's just my sole opinion, <laughs> I feel like working for yourself is more stable. Yes, it comes with a lot more responsibility, yet you have more control. I think it gives me anxiety to work for a company and not know what my future is, mm -hmm. because you can be promised so many things, and tomorrow everything changes and you no longer have that, and the safety net, you know, the 401k and all that kind of stuff, to me, I don't think that's safe. <laughs> well, it's not the only thing, right? I mean, right. I think control is an interesting term, and it's a trait that I think entrepreneurs really thrive in. That That's why it's hard to get them off, you know, yeah. the stubborn pedestal of, like, you got to delegate, and you got to hire people, and you got to have a support team, right, because you want to be in control of all these pieces. Now, I think this is an interesting uh, point also to talk about your thoughts about your future have changed since becoming a mom. Mm -hmm. And I think we have listeners for sure, like, you know, myself included, obviously, that are moms and, you know, we own a business. And I think sometimes people that are not in business, they just have no understanding of, under, you know, what exactly goes on day to day. Oh, yeah. And having that that opportunity for flexibility, but it's not like, oh, well, I only worked three hours today. It's like, well, I only worked three hours during the day. Right. <laughs> so that doesn't mean I didn't work, you know, after hours, right? So 
I want to hear your take on since becoming a mom, how has that changed how you do business? And, and you know, put that out there for people who maybe are parents now and they're like, oh, I can never own a business because I, you know, I have kids. I have young kids. Well, so, you know, the way it changed how I do business, everything changed about the way I do business. Um, when I was single and living alone, I had all the time in the world. I could do whatever yeah. I wanted. You know what I mean? I could get up at 5. I could get up at 8. I could get up at 10. I could go anywhere I wanted to go, do anything that I wanted to do. Now my life has to be structured, you know, and there's something to be said about having structure in your life because I think it actually makes things easier by knowing what you're supposed to do because yeah. as a mom, as you know yourself, like <laughs> you have things that you have to do every day. Right. They will never change. You know, you are a mom forever, you know, until probably your kid leaves the house. Right, right. But until then, it's... What an if. What an <laughs> if, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, you know, there are certain things, especially with young kids, you know, there's a lot that goes into it and your life does become about your kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just business becomes more of an organized thing as as to you know before where you had the flexibility so with having you know a younger kid to me personally there's a lot of guilt <laughs> when you when you're working when i'm working the day or yeah. away from your um, kid yeah because he's you know he's very attached to me so dealing with that I think emotionally, it's a lot more to have a business when you're a mom, mm -hmm. um, and there you just have to build structure in. But it's very possible to have a business. It's very possible to have a successful career. You will always lose on something. It's just it, there is no work work life balance. You know, if let's say I'm doing showings at night, I'm missing bedtime. If I have bedtime, then I might be missing on work. It's all, it's all about figuring out, you know, what's important to you in that moment and mm -hmm. what you need to do and just going from there. Yeah, and there's no playbook. There's no playbook because mm -hmm. every day is different. You know, your kid could be sleeping one night and going through a streak like we're going right now where for a month straight he's not sleeping. So you have to work around <laughs> that. And I think, you know, in any job even – whether you're working for an employer or whether you're working for yourself, I don't think it really changes in that aspect as far as doing the work because the work is always going to be there. Yeah, it's just more learning the new life that you're and you know and this role that you're supposed to be, <laughs> which no one prepares you for. No, and I think I think the other thing that's interesting about like the world that we live in, and and I think this especially is true for women is. Someone has predetermined our roles for us, right? And oh, yeah. it's and it's like, okay, well, you're a woman, so that means you're a mom. It doesn't mean you can't have a career, but it's like they're not in in any sort of not necessarily harm. I think harmony is the wrong the wrong word, but they're not working with each other at all, right? No. In, in, and it's funny you mentioned that because society looks at women. Oh, you're a mom, so you must be st like staying at home. But right. if you're staying at home, oh, you must not have any control, right. you know. Or you're working, oh, so you must not care about your kids. Right. It's like, There's when does it stop? Yeah, it doesn't. How much pressure are we supposed to be like have on ourselves? Yeah. When does it stop? You know, it, it's. And I think as you as you become a mom, you learn you can't make everybody happy. Right. The one person you need to make happy is yourself, because yeah. if you're not the best version of yourself, you can't be the best version for your kid, for your family, right. for your friends, for your biz business. It mm -hmm. just doesn't work. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, being more aware, and I've talked about this on the show too, you have to be very self-aware, right, Absolutely. about about these things and knowing, okay, I did too much today or I did too little, you know, I'm going to focus on my mom duties today, you know, I'll, I'll get back to my work self later. Um, and there, there's not an equal balance every time. It's, no. it's, it's a teeter-totter, all, right. you know, trying to figure out, okay, where's my attention based on what's needed? You know, and as our kids get older, you know, the attention changes. But that doesn't mean we want to be there any less. Exactly. And it is very hard when people are like, oh, well, you, you know, must be nice to oh, yeah, so you know, nice. not have to be around <laughs> your kids. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I like to be around my kids. Right. But I also want my kid to be independent, and I also want her to see, like, Oh, her mom's doing different things and building things, and it's not just you know her her dad or her stepdad doing those things. So, yeah, it's it's very hard. And kudos to every mom and and yeah. dad out there doing it. It's crazy because you know it's you look at life so differently, even during pregnancy. Like it's not the same. You know what yeah. I mean? Once, but once that baby's born, it's like your world flips upside down Mm -hmm. and you realize how much more there is to life business everything you know just life just is just different and I think it's 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 challenging to explain it to people who don't have kids (laughs) Um, but sometimes it's also challenging with people who do and view it differently just because there's so much pressure Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, ha- like whether you have kids or not, you know, as a woman especially, like, do you have kids? Do you not have kids? Do you do this? Do you not do this? It's like, my God. Yeah, you can never have the, breathe. The, <laughs> the best of both worlds. No. And, and that was something that, you know, when I had my daughter, my when my first kid came, I was like, I'm not going to sacrifice one for the other. There is no reason why I can't do both. I just need to make sure I have supports in place in order yeah. to accomplish that, right? And I think a lot of you know, I, I would say more women so than men, um, and obviously that's just my opinion, you know, don't have the support that they need in order to be able to accomplish that. So sometimes they may feel, well, I have to make that sacrifice. I have to only be the stay-at-home parent or I'm only the one that works because... This is what I have to this do. This is what I have to do, right? right? I'm not getting the support I need to do some of these other things. Yeah. And there's nothing against being a stay-at-home parent. Like, if that's what you want to do, that's totally fine. But if you want to have a working career, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. I think there's, you know, I think it boils down to really sitting down and being honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, the pressure is always going to be there. Putting that pressure aside and sitting down, like I said, and asking yourself the hard questions, the questions that sometimes you don't want to answer, you know, yeah. but it starts with self-awareness. It starts with being honest with yourself about what it is that you want out of life. Because if you're forced into a stay-at-home role and that's not what you want, well, you're not going to be happy when, you know, your child goes to school. What do you have? Right. So, you know, yes, sometimes people are forced in those situations. And I think even in that situation, if you're brave enough, because it becomes like, you know, it takes courage to Mm -hmm. admit those things and to sit down with the pen and paper or however you process things, you know, and, and put it out there and realize what it is that you want. Because, yes, your life really does change. Your priority changes, you know, change, everything changes. So it starts with honesty with yourself, self-awareness, and then asking yourself those hard questions. 
Yeah. And letting, not letting society pressure you into anything. Yeah, I mean, not not just society, like our, you know, friends, family, coworkers. Everybody. Who say, like, well, this is, this is how I did it. You know, yeah. you can do the same thing. Or, like, your mom's like, well, this is what I used to do. I'm, I'm, I'm great. That was great. 35 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I exactly. love you. That was 35 years ago. Things have changed. Yeah, things are a little different now. Just a little bit. Just a little more expensive. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that's a good... You know, I would consider that other pieces advice, right? Especially for people who are, are in the parent realm or thinking about being in the parent realm and just like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that because it might sacrifice my career. I don't even, and I think it even, at least for me, it almost like lit the fire, right? Like I'm not going to let having a kid stop me from doing all these other things. And I feel like I have something that my kids can be proud of too, right. exactly. that I was able to accomplish these things. Exactly. So, well, you know, I think that once you have a kid, you become a, you know, a role model. And when you think right. about it, what do you want your kid to see? You know, right. it, what do you want your, your kid exactly. to see? Exactly. And it's, it, and it, you know, it circles back to being the best version of yourself, because if you're not, then you, they don't see the best version of who you can be, you right. know, and you look at, I analyze my own childhood and look at things that I've seen and I think about what is it that I want my son to see and what, mis- not mistakes, but, you know, challenges that I could potentially go through and how I would handle them a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the more you live, the more you learn. <laughs> right, right. But I, I, mean, I think that perspective is what's important, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that self-awareness, that internal dialogue of, like, how am I always going to be better so that I can be better for, you know, my spouse, my my friends, my family, my yeah. team, my clients, my kids, um, yeah. and everybody in between. And I think that's what's different about our generation, to be honest with you. I think our generation, we start asking those questions. You know, I think previous generations, it was a little bit different, and expectations were a little bit different. The way things were were different. Yeah. And I think that, you know, us now, you know, the young professionals, younger mothers and um, people, especially who are in business, we tend to start to look at things differently and ask those questions. Whether or not our parents did that, I don't know, you know, but I think it's becoming more normal to think, to talk about those things and, you know, to take your mental health into consideration right. and your happiness into consideration and not just go with the flow. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, just deal with that type of mentality. And I think, mm-hmm. I, I don't think our, our parents had the opportunity to even think about those things because it was never... It was never talked about. It, 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 was, it, was, never it was like a taboo. About, you right. couldn't talk about right. it. Like, people didn't talk about their problems. People didn't share, you know, the vulnerability pieces about their lives. Yeah. And... You know, I don't know if, you know, just like Brene Brown says, vulnerability is is not a bad thing. Right. It's it's something that you need to have in order to grow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, back in the day, none of that was talked about. Right. And that's why we came from a generation where, like, well, you just tough it out. But like, what if I don't have to? Why, why do I have to force myself to tough it out if yeah. I can find a different way? I don't way? like it. I don't like this. I don't want to be stuck in a box. Why are you putting me in a box? Right. Let right. me live. Yeah, we have, we have choices. I, I think just knowing that we have choices and yeah. opportunity and being able to take advantage of those things. Yeah. But it takes, uh, you know, a special kind of person to do that. I mean, I think our generation might be asking questions, but not everybody's willing to make the change. Absolutely. Or put the effort into. Do whatever it is that they want to do and go down that different path because it's hard. It's yeah. challenging, right? Like Absolutely. I don't know if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, 
Whoo, what is happening? <laughs> or I lay there awake at night. All right, well, what do we do next? <laughs> but I think, you know, uh, with you know, we have so much at our fingertips. Things like this, the podcasts like that. You know, yeah. it's great that we get to talk about things like that or have the internet where you can research things and have books and Audible and all these things and resources. We have a lot more resources than ever before. Yeah. Which can be great and confusing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think the access is nice. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely confusing because you can find... You can you find know. a ton of things on the same subject. It's like, you know, do I go baby let weaning? Do I do cry it out method? Do I do this? Do I do that? And, it's and everyone's like, like yes. And at, oh, Yeah, and oh, everybody at the same time, yes, this is what we do. Okay, great. Fantastic. So which one do I do? <laughs> Where do I go from here? Just pick one. Just try it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think this is a good um, point to, like, end the, our show, because I know we obviously could, could yeah, carry on for, for an eternity here, <laughs> especially on this subject. But I think it was great to hear about your journey and, you know, especially the, the points about being a mom, business owner, right? And I think there's a lot of not just women, but men out there that maybe are interested in having a career that they take ownership of, right? They're not just working for somebody else and maybe they're not sure like, you know, where to start or how to think about those things. So I think you offered some great points on that. Um, I'd love to see where you're at, you know, a year from now, especially if you've made some of those decisions, like, you know, where you kind of want to go, you know, personally and professionally um, and how that Baby lad weaning is going for you. Yeah, <laughs> you decided yeah. to do that? Well, no. So he's he, we're past that. We've made that's those true. hard decisions. Now we transition him into a bed. So that's our new thing that we're working on. So we'll talk about the bed next time. Yeah. And yeah. We'll he sleeps on the floor. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> no, he's getting a hand of it, hang of it. But, you know, there's going to be new things where he's going to be going to school and, you know, and where I go. It's I'm excited. I think it's it's been a... A challenging journey from, you know, finding out that I was pregnant and so many moving parts that happened. Yeah. Um, and I'm finally kind of putting myself back on that path. And again, starting with the same thing that as I, you know, as you took as my advice is just asking those questions. Yeah. What do I want to do? Where do I see myself going? How do I see my life looking? How do I want my son to look, you know? at me and what impressions do I want him to kind of take from that? What values do I want to instill in him? Yeah. And, um, just thinking about all of that and deciding what to do. Well, we will want to hear about that. So Perfect. I hope you'll come back on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. At least for the second time. This was fun. If you don't do any other podcasts, you can come back on our show. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming. Thanks for being here. And thanks for sharing everything with us. Thank you so much for having me. You're awesome. I love thanks. you. <laughs>